This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We sit and wait inside two hours before the official trading deadline. We know things can run a little bit late, but as of right now, with an hour and 56 minutes or so, Danny Ainge quiet on deadline day. Jackie McMullen, ESPNBoston.com, joins us. Brought to you by our friends at Toyota of Nashua, Commonwealth Mortgage, and by Lexus of Watertown. Jackie Mutt and Christian today. How are you? Good, guys. What's going on? Hey, Jackie. Uh-huh. Where are you at, Jackie, right now? Are you anywhere sunny? Are you uh, here in Mass? I am in Virginia okay. with my son looking at colleges. Ooh. It's been a fun day. Yeah, All right. It's been a beautiful day. Hopefully it's nice and warm there. Uh, it is. We, you're, I don't know where you guys are. You're in Virginia. We're sitting here, and a lot of Celtics fans in the middle all wondering the same thing. Right. Will the Celtics do... Uh, anything today, Jackie? Have you heard anything on the trade fund for Danny Ainge between now and 3 o'clock? Well, I expect they'll do something. Um, you know, the big one would be Rondo, right? And and I, I don't think the Celtics would be adverse in the right situation to move Rondo. And I think the reason I feel that is because uh, it's clear that he's given them mixed signals about whether he wants to be part of their future. And you can understand that. He's a guy entering the prime of his career. And how long does this rebuild take? Am I wasting some of my prime years? Uh, of course, the Celtics can give them a max deal more than anybody, so they've got that in their favor. But So the problem is the people that want him don't have the stuff you need for him, and the people you'd be interested in trading him to don't want to give up those first-round picks. Those first-round picks are like gold this year. So take Sacramento. We know Sacramento had some interest in Rondo. Uh, I think the Celtics would have been willing to make a deal with them if they maybe would give pry away that first-round pick, which the, the Kings are not going to do. They've got new ownership there. Shaq is part of that group now. He, he, was, he wanted Rondo. He had interest in getting Rondo there. I think, you know, you, the deal we, that you heard a little bit about, McLemore and Isaiah Thomas, I think that could have worked if there was a pick involved. But uh, you can understand Sacramento, they, they put feelers out there and they get word that, hey, Rondo wouldn't resign with them. So they're just, they're new ownership, new GM. They're not going to make that kind of deal. It's too risky for them. The Knicks, we know, covet Rondo. But what do you want on that roster? They don't have any picks. There's nothing you're going to take back. It's got, so, in other words, the Celtics don't have to do anything regarding Rondo. But if, if the deal was right, if the picks were right and a young player that isn't going to cost you a lot of money, I think they would do it because I think that's where they are in that relationship. You know, so, so, Jackie, for a guy like Rondo who, who seems to be covered by a lot of other teams uh, who could be that, that cornerstone that, 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 that can help them contend for championships, why isn't it that the, the Celtics just don't lock him up long-term, or is it just something about him personally, physically, that they don't like? No, no, I don't think it's that simple, Christian. So they, they made an offer to Rondo to extend him, and, and I think the teams that would be looking at Rondo, um, they would not be looking at him as the cornerstone. And I think, I'm not sure he can be the cornerstone. Is he LeBron James? Is he, is he Dirk Nowitzki? Is he, is he Kobe Bryant? You know, I don't think he is, but is he, you know, maybe your number two guy? Yes, probably. Just remember, superstars in the NBA, if you're going to be the number one guy, the, the lockdown, you know, max guy, the number one guy, you have to be able to score. And I don't know that Rondo can do that. Now, he's a special player. I can understand why teams would want him. I would want him on my team with the right mix. And by the way, the right mix was Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Yes? Yes. 
Okay, I'll answer for you. So, <laughs> so that to me is is the is the thorny problem here. And if you're Rondo and you're saying to the Celtics, you know what? I think I want to stay, but let me see. Let me see how this goes. You can't blame him for that. I don't blame him for that. And the Celtics are saying, okay, we get that, but maybe we need to. If we again, if we want to score big in this draft, this Hall of Fame draft that we all think it is, then having Rondo not on our team gives us a better draft pick. And if we can collect more draft picks, then we'll do it. If not, we're going to hang on to Rondo. Maybe we can talk him into it. Maybe we get something going forward that makes him excited about being here. Yeah, and also I know financially for him it doesn't make sense to, to sign an extension now. If he waits, he can actually apparently get right. paid more. Absolutely. I, I, absolutely. And you don't blame him for that. No, 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 not at all. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And if it comes to the end of the deal and the Celtics still have him, they can pay him $30 million more than anybody else. And you know what? That's true if anybody else that trades for him now. Now, if you're Sacramento, let's just say, you trade for him, and you hold on to him to the very end, you can pay him $30 million more than anybody else. But if he doesn't like what Sacramento is doing, he may walk on you. Or you do a sign and trade. I mean, there's all sorts of things that can happen. But I just don't think the right deal is on the table, either for Rondo or for the Celtics. And it has to be for both, because Rondo can walk on anybody. You know, it's not as simple as, hey, we hold your rights. We can trade you anywhere you want. Yes, that's true. But he's got to be willing to stay on uh, and re-sign with them. Otherwise, why does it make sense? Yeah, to that's why I view the offseason as a more realistic landing spot. If, they, if they're going to trade Rondo and decide how they want to handle that because you have a longer time to figure out, okay, A, where are the draft picks you might get, and B, exactly. you know, what teams might be interested. My follow-up would be, Jackie, in all this Rondo talk, I, I don't get the – Am I supposed to believe Ainge is shopping him when the report came out it's two number one picks, or do you think it was just, hey, we'll listen to you if you call, but Danny Ainge wasn't going but team by team sending a mass email, hey, Rondo is available. How do you characterize how they've treated him in these trade talks these last couple of weeks? Well, I, I think a little of both is true. Okay. I think, again, for the right deal, I think Danny moves him, and by the way, he should, because he has no guarantees from Rajon Rondo at this moment that he's in it for the long haul. You know, he's sent mixed messages on that, so you can understand. But I will tell you this, Danny Ainge really likes Rondo. He drafted him. Uh, he and Ryan McDonough put their heads together, did great scouting work, drafted him, and, he's, and I think he really likes him and believes in him. But that doesn't mean it's business, right? It's business for both of them. And if Rondo, I think Rondo really likes Danny Ainge, but he's going to say to Ainge, yeah, I like you and I love Boston, but you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm approaching the prime of my career. I, I'm sorry, man. I can't. You know, Brad Stevens is a good guy, but I don't really have three years. I want to win more rings. So you can see it from both sides. Yes. Yeah, really so so does, does Brad Stevens have any say in this whatsoever, or is it all coming from Ainge? Oh, yeah. I think in this one, this, this, is, uh, this is Danny. Uh, I mean, you know, listen, Brad Stevens, I think, has some say in the matter. And he, you know, listen, the one thing those players all know is if you can't get along with him, too bad for you because he's going to be here. That's the one person we can all agree on, right? who's going to be here the next three years, and that's Brad Stevens. He's probably the only one we can agree on that will be here for the next three years. So, but I think, this, I think this is Danny's call and the ownership call, too, I'm sure. The, and the ownership loves Rondo. Um, I know Wick in particular really loves him, probably doesn't want to deal him. But, again, you don't want to get caught with nothing. Jackie McMullen, ESPNBoston.com, is joining us. So as you talk about what happens with you now at 3 o'clock today, Rondo will be the big one. I, Christian yeah. and I argued about this earlier. I I think at a bare minimum, it's got to be Bass or, or I know right. Humphrey's contract is good. Even if you let Humphrey's walk and get $12 million, But I, I think that would be the bare minimum, Jackie. What, what's a, a fair expectation for what Danny really has to do between now and 3 o'clock? Well, I think, you know, Bass makes sense. And it's funny, all the guys that we targeted, right, all the kind of, you know, lower level, not the real flashy Rondo guys, uh, Spencer Hawes, 
already been traded, right? Uh, Luke Ridnour, all the people we all earmarked as guys that would be going away from teams that don't really want to get better, that want to get picks, that you know want to do well in this draft, they've been moved, right? So that's, to me, where Bass fits into that mix. So I think if anybody goes, he, he makes a certain amount of sense. So, hey, Jackie, so earlier in the show, uh, you probably missed it, but uh, Mutt was talking about his dream scenario. Okay. What would your dream scenario be before the trade deadline for the for the Celtics? And as an example, Jackie, mine was that they, they find a way to convince Minnesota that Kevin Love really is going to opt out and that Kevin Love and Rajon Rondo are on this roster at some point in a big-picture dream scenario for the Celtics in their rebuild. Okay, but what did you give up for Kevin Love? Well, see, that's the best part of a dream. You, you two, don't know you, how you gave up two draft. Picks. You know how you get there. No, it was more than two draft picks. I didn't. I you didn't, gave away the whole team. Luckily enough to explain myself with just my dream scenario, Jackie, of of how this thing, how it starts to get rebuilt with the news that Peter Vesey had last night that Kevin Love told the Timberwolves, "Hey guys, I'm opting out. You better trade me or do something because after next year, I'm not going to be here." Right, but we we kind of know that about Kevin Love. Hey, I wouldn't mind using Kevin Love as part of my cornerstone. Uh, but I'd have to give up something. See, I, I'm not good with these dream scenarios because I'm a journalist. I need, I need, I need, you know, parameters. I need real. I mean, if we're talking dream, why can't we just get LeBron to come here? I know everyone so that, that's what I said. Hard and get rid of the bile in their throat, but then after that, you'd be pretty happy with him. I mean, you know, and and he's going to be up, as we know. I think he's going to stay put. I I just can't imagine a scenario in which he leaves Miami not after what's happened there and and the faith that Pat Riley and Spolster have showed in him. I don't think he's going anywhere. But, of course, Kevin Love, again, is someone we've targeted. Everybody's got him in L.A. Uh, but right now, I thought it was funny. I, I gave him a lot of credit. He said, right now, my team's better than the Lakers, and he's right, by the way. Yeah, that, that team is in a lot of trouble. They might make some moves today. Pau Gasol potentially uh, yep. could make the move. We, the Eastern Conference seems like a, a lock. I, I think no matter what these teams do, it's it's either going to be Miami or – uh, Indiana that represents the conference in the the finals on the western side. Jackie, can you make a favorite right now? I have a hard time saying. Yeah, I'd feel really good about backing that team. I I feel like it's much more wide open in the West. I suppose so, but you know, Russell Westbrook's coming back here. He's you know getting back into the mix. And if you want to talk trade deadline, it's almost like you traded for one of the best point guards in the league and you just got him, and he, because you haven't had him all year. So I really like OKC. I like the way they're constituted. I like the mission that Kevin Durant's on. Um, they've got guys that can score, but they've got guys that can defend. Uh, you know, Houston is interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do because they've got so many different moving parts that they could actually move on and, and improve their team, which is unusual. You know, San Antonio, they're so beat up, we can't even tell what they are. And the Clippers, to me, are a year away. They're just not quite there yet. They're a little too young, not quite seasoned enough uh, so, I mean, you know, you've got a lot of other options there. I, I, still look at, um, I still look at OKC, to me anyway, as a team that comes out of the West. Yeah, Oklahoma City, I, I look at that top three as any one of those teams. It, depending on how healthy San Antonio is, they still have 40 wins. My last one uh, would be about the return of Russell Westbrook. Kevin Durant is the MVP right now. He's taken over. He's been an unbelievable player. And in the absence right. of Westbrook, they've gotten great play from Reggie Jackson from BC, Jeremy Lamb from UConn off right. the bench. How big of a hit does Durant's MVP run take when Westbrook comes back? Because he can he commands the ball so much, and Durant sort of had this free reign while Westbrook's been out. Yeah, but I, I don't think that I, I don't look at it that way. Uh, I think because Durant's numbers have been up across the board defensively, in particular, I think he's getting a lot of credit for 
really um, improving his defensive effort. Now, you're right. His assists may go down a little bit because he's had to be the everyman on that team. But he's still going to score. He's still going to rebound the ball. I, I think if they win more, and they will win more, I think, once Westbrook gets acclimated back into things, uh, how can that ever be bad for your MVP chances? It's going to be a lot of fun, and we'll find out how much fun it is for Celtics fans about an hour and 44 minutes until the trade deadline. Jackie, enjoy the college search, and we'll talk to you next week. What a bummer it'll be if they don't do anything, won't it? That's, oh, that's what, what I'm thinking. Down. Hugely what disappointed. they got to do something. The, well, yeah, I mean, he won't do it just for the sake of doing it, but there's a lot of activity today, and it really is all the players that we earmarked. The players that you see are getting moved are all the ones that we thought would get moved from bad teams um, to better teams, and that, that would, you know, that's I think the Celtics fit that profile. Let's add Brandon Bass and Jeff Green maybe to that list. Thank you, Jackie. All righty. Have a great day, guys. Jackie McMullen, ESPNBoston.com. Joining us, as always, brought to you by Toyota of Nashua, by Commonwealth Mortgage, and by Lexus of Watertown. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.